podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello, Namaste, Satsrikal, Kem Cho. Um, <laughs> welcome to another Desi podcast. How are we all doing? I have, well, Harinda's always with me. Paji, kidda? How's it going, man? Another day, another hello. You, I'm just used to calling Literally. you Harinda now. Because <laughs> we, we talk at work so much. But it's Paji for today. <laughs> Thank you. I'm good. Work is good, as you know. It's just busy, as you know, because we're both very busy. Um, and home life is interesting. A lot, a lot has changed since we last podded. Last podded. De- de- definitely since we all last podded. I can't even think. Was it the Christmas one? That we it was a long podded? time because me and you have done a few with Mr. The yeah. Legend, Mr. Baskell. But yeah, um, yeah I think yeah. Christmas was the, the Christmas was the last one since we all did it together. Um, yeah. a lot and then shitloads has changed since then and since we've since the last Desi pod things have changed so we've got a dog again um, a French bulldog and some odd reason he's a rescue so we didn't get to pick the name the name named Rico Rico is what you name your Rottweiler or mm. you know sort of like your your Staffy or something like that this yeah. French bulldog who's like four foot nothing it's like what actually not he's like four inches eight inches nothing but, <laughs> but i think he's four foot eleven and he's a great day you like a british bulldog as i like walking around like a shutty guy again like struts around like this <laughs> like it's bad podding but yeah he just struts around uh, everywhere looking to be looking for attention speaking of looking for attention so let, let's do this gags let's do this intro right so look do you know what it's a desi it's a curtain raiser so curtain raising is the name of the pod because we've had the curtain raiser, right? Which was the community vegetarian at the weekend, which yeah. means only one thing. The Premier League is ready to start again. And, you know, like with any kind of vegetarian, you need condiments and you need spices to make it more. So, you know, we've got everything ready for such an occasion. Mosala spice, Vijira van Dyke, Tania Alcantara, Dalvin Moon Noon Merch. So when everyone was singing, you know, Nunes, I was going, Noon Merch, Noon Merch. <laughs> I'm particularly proud of the following ones. Alison Becker. Alison. Alison. Alison Becker. Trent Along Lechi Arnold. <laughs> Andy Roberts Rowe. And so on. But the one that we missed. Hello. Yeah. We Andy saw. Roberts Rowe. The one uh, that we missed. The one that we missed the most, though. The one that would have been. The one that would have been absolutely fantastic for all of us. Had he played for us. Would have been Lionel Methi. Yeah. That would have been the best, right? That's it. Lionel Mekti. Lionel Mekti. So, to help cook this pod, we have the usual suspects. A man who can't cook, won't cook, Cam Branch. Hello, hello. What the hell? What the hell is that? No, what what do you want me to say? Goodbye, goodbye. So, how are you you doing, guys? Everything good? Yeah. Even though we have spoken before. So, um... Just just once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all good, man. How are you? Uh, you know, living the dream at work now, lad, as you know, as I was saying before. That's <laughs> nice. it. Don't, don't see you on the, the AI pod no more, man. No, I just can't commit to it. So um, because of because of work now. Um, so I we just... might have to do some desis then to get you on the airwaves? Some Maybe, yeah. Well, well, we'll see what we can do. It's just... Um, Again, it's just a question of being able to watch games going forward as well. Uh, it's no point me being on a football podcast if I've not really watched the football. Well, well, you watching the football and not watching the football really doesn't make a difference. <laughs> you know. Talking about not being able to watch. <laughs> what, like Champions League final where I was just sat there, hold on up. I want to go back home. 
See, this this experience of gags being at football matches and people not being able to see is a common theme. <laughs> Commonly usually <laughs> seen by Nina Kauza. Or not seen by <laughs> Nina Kauza. I can't see it. I can't see it. Can't see what it. Happened? What happened? Can't see it. What happened? And can't can I just it. say something? If we're talking about condiments, I'm Zira Kauza. Human. Zira <laughs> <laughs> Gina Kauza. <laughs> indeed because she's always one of the first things we want to fry yeah ah, literally that should literally. be the name of the pod uh, what jira kauza yeah. or, or the first person we want to fry yeah, <laughs> yeah. bloody hell we do the story when she when she said to me in a stadium once when Emery Khan was talking to Coutinho, what did he say? Two gags. I was like, <laughs> 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 was in the high heavens of Wembley as well. How the fuck am I supposed to know? <laughs> he said, well done, mate. You put... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was deadly serious. I thought he could lip read. <laughs> you should have asked me. <laughs> should have. Oh, my God. Anyway, how are you? How are you, Jida? I'm grand, thank you. All the better for being on this podcast. I'm not going to lie, Cam's intro there kind of depressed me for a hot second. <laughs> and guys, go back to what it is. Have you found the onion for your tail? <laughs> Always. Always lovely. Oh my so, goodness. So, okay. So pre-season's a bit like this, right? So it's a bit, you know, it's like all the things before, like a pre-wedding party almost, in a Desi world, like lots of goes on. It means something to somebody and a whole lot of nothing to know someone else. Like if you imagine like all the um, ceremonies that happen prior to a wedding, the people who are involved in it, it means something to them, right? Like it really means something to them. But everyone else is kind of on the periphery, doesn't give two shits. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, attend that function, do this, attend that one, do this. So with that in mind, did anything or anyone catch your eye during preseason? Who are we starting with? You're speaking, you carry on. Oh, okay. Um... Yeah, actually, um, the United game especially, I know we lost it, but we, we, there were times where we were absolutely all over them. You know, and I think Luis Diaz, that, that, when he's on the ball, it just seems, everything just seems very exciting, you know, just really exciting, especially if it's at pace or on the counter. Everything just feels like, oh my God, this is, I just want to stand up. And watching, you know, like when we're in the stadium, you literally, when someone, a player gets the ball and they're going, everybody stands up, the whole stadium stands up. That is what you feel like doing when you're just watching him at home because it's, it's that exciting. And what I noticed, I mean, he didn't get his goal in preseason, which is a shame, but he was so close on so many occasions. And, you know, he, he's always involved. That's the key thing with him. Whether it's off ball, working hard, and, you know, running up and down that left wing to support Robbo, or whether it's with the ball running at, someone so he might have a quiet game in the final third but he won't be quiet at all in terms of supporting the team and what they need to do so yeah I I really think Luis Diaz this season is going to be huge for us and I think he stood out for me right if he's off Cam anything did you actually get to see any pre-season though who Cam Oh, sorry, you, we missed the beginning of that. Um, I saw... What, I saw what the bit where I go? So, Cam, what about you? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was muted. It didn't, it didn't come muted. through. It didn't come through. <laughs> I could see your lips moving, but I couldn't hear the, hear the words. I was trying to do a... You should have, should, should have asked Cam to tell you what saying. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I've got really good ears because I heard you these to a death. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Um, I hear everything I see nothing (laughs) 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 yeah I I watched it I managed to watch a little bit I watched the United game I thought it it was more of a training exercise as in trying to build it pre pre, you know uh, build the fitness as such so but there's there's four or five players actually that have intrigued me this pre-season um, Luis Diaz being one, obviously, because obviously um, he's had that he's had six months, seven months with us now, and he should be settled now. And really looking forward to see what he can bring to the team next season. Um, he didn't get a goal. I don't think he even got. An, did he get an assist, Gags? Don't um, think so. I don't think he did, did he? But 
he was he was always involved. He looked sharp. He looked lively. Another player that's really intrigued me uh, from what I've seen, um, and it's probably a year or two early for this lad, but it's a uh, Carvalho. He just looks so assured on the ball. He looks so comfortable. He he just seems to have time and space. And if if you're already at that level where you can find that time and space. Imagine what you're going to then do with that time and space going forwards. And I think that's one that's going to be really developed to watch. I think Mo, Mo Salah coming back after a nice break, he looks extremely sharp. Yeah, his usual lively self. I mean, um, I watched the second half onwards from the... Well, I sort of watched the whole of the community shield. I was actually around the corner from you guys. I was in, um, in um, Whitmore Rings uh, at Dyer's. So I went to see Dyer's um, Go on. And uh, I sort of had it on in the background and watching it, talk, trying to talk to Dyer. didn't want to talk to me. Bless him. Um, so uh, sort of watching it and Mo looked really good. But um, Louis, um, sorry, um, Nunes when he came on, uh, I know he scored the four goals, but a couple of them were lucky goals at the end of the day, I felt. But when he came on, he looked, he looked awesome. And to do that to City in what was turned out to be a little bit more than just a friendly game, yeah. it, did be, it did become quite competitive. Um, they went for him a few times as well. They, they did. And, to injure him. And, and, and they were doing that. They were pushing players around a little bit. And I thought, was really pissed with, yeah. but it with was good. Um, Leipzig and City. Because yeah. Leipzig I didn't see did the, Leipzig. the same. Yeah, I didn't Leipzig, see the Leipzig were rough, really right. rough. Yeah. Right. But then the last player who's really going to, I'm going to be really fascinated by this season is going to be Trent. The evolution of Trent, he just seems to be getting better and better and better, game by game, week by week, month by month, year by year. The lads want everything. He's won every trophy going. And he's, what, 22, 23? 23. And he's getting better. He's not even anywhere near his peak yet. He's just going to get Better, and I think the evolution of because don't forget what Klopp and Pep and the rest of the team do, they're continually involving the team in year in, year out. If you look at the team that started when Klopp took over, it really was heavy metal, gag and pressing, and, and the works. But that team has evolved every season, there's been a change, something different happens with the team because that's something that Pep Linder spoke about a couple of seasons ago in the, in the summer. You know, when after we won the league, what are you going to do next season? They go, we're going to have to change it up. Can't keep you can't keep playing the same football. You have to keep moving on, and this is what's happening now. You look at the players we've got now. That team has changed so much, even over the last couple of seasons. You've got Carvalho, you've got Elliot coming in there, you've got Nunes, you've got Diaz, you've got Jota. You know, who brilliant news today signed a new contract. There's so much happening in that team. Lovely so stuff, much. So before you start, literally steal, do a causa and steal every single name going like, can I say what? No, I want to say another one. And I got another one. Gina, what do you think? Uh, the thing that really stood out in this preseason for me has become Brent's beard. The game beard is strong. Um, no, seriously. Um, uh, How the hell do you see his beard? He's like, he's got no light. Angle. I oh, can right, see okay. it. You can see it. See, I can see. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, you guys know I'm not really. That's just his least. makeup. Is that just his makeup? I'm not overly, you guys know this. I don't really watch an awful lot of them preseason friendlies. Um, I do find them like a bit like I need a break from football, I can't lie. And um this um this summer I've had a lot going on as well. So I've not really caught an awful lot. Things that did catch my eye though was um, you know, um I love the fact that Darwin Nunes was getting called a massive, massive flop, and then he comes on for 45 minutes and gets four goals. I love that. You one way to silence the critics. And um the first preseason game, I kind of do consider a preseason game, even though it kicks off the season, was um of course the uh, the Community Shield, um, I had to watch it because um, I was in recovery, um, recovery from COVID. And um, so there's no option but to watch it. I'm glad I did. 
I absolutely loved how we were playing. I loved the kind of intensity. I liked how we started off. The players that really stood out for me, um, again, I think Cam kind of stole all the kind of players that I think we've all highlighted some really, really good ones. But one thing that I really liked seeing, which is quite satisfying, and it might be a Uruguayan thing as well, and it was a handball. But you know when Nunes, when it was a handball, and he starts chasing down the referee with his hand, saying handball, handball. I can't lie, I got flashes of Luis Suarez there. And for me, that was a joy to see. And I, I that's about fact- time as well, Nin, because we're too yeah. nice. Yes, the team's yes. too nice in things like that, and we need someone who's going to fight for everything. Yes, and obviously yeah. it was it was a legitimate handball, and of course we know Luis Suarez once tried claiming a handball off a goalkeeper. You know, if you don't ask, you don't get right. But um, I I loved um, uh, Nunes's involvement. Diaz again looked really really sharp against Man City. I loved the fact that in one instance he absolutely um, skinned um, uh, Kyle Walker for speed in in the second half. You know, you see so much. A movement in that front three and I think Sadio Mane leaving and seeing the evolution of this front three now is absolutely fantastic and the fact that you know we're talking about now Diego Jota's contract extension as well is just um, absolutely sensational because you think about that front three you think about that front three and think oh my god we've got Diego Jota as well who's and Bobby as well yeah and Bobby and you know you think about the, the three the you know the, the attack and it looks really really bolstered and I thought um, again, if we can keep this guy fit, I think Thiago Alcantara could be uh, pretty, pretty instrumental in terms of pinning those goals to those front three men. I thought, nice. I thought that was the key, uh, Baji. From the first game, we saw the switch of play was in full force. And I think we've said it on um, UP, when those games where we were a bit lackluster last season were happening, we weren't switching from one side to the other. And this game... Trent was trying it. Thiago was trying it. It's literally switch, switch, switch. I think, I think if one of the biggest things that's come out of preseason that we should really talk about is <clears throat> squad unity. And when people say that, like, oh, Mane is gone. This is going to be gone. You're going to be affected by this. You're going to be affected by that. He's ringing the flipping doorbell. Some kids all fucking kicking it over every two seconds. <laughs> Shit. Uh, but um, <laughs> my watch keeps going up with the ring doorbell. <laughs> Anyway, so mate, it's go for hot. It's, it's the summer holidays. That's what happens, man. Gags, Every you know two what? seconds, Gags, man. Gags, Gags, my killed you, isn't he? My neighbor's cat. My neighbor's cat keeps me up all night. Why? Because he's got the ball over the fence. He's <laughs> <laughs> just there everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> kicking what the, the fuck is your billy on? <laughs> but what I'm saying, it, wait, wait, what, wait, 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 no, wait. We gotta go back a second here. What is your? What's your next door neighbor's billy on? No, it doesn't. No, it just chills in my garden. Oh, Likes it. Okay. yeah. So, obviously, the monitors, the sensors, gags, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah, the ring. Yeah, yeah, the rings. yeah got oh, it. Well. Let's say oh, a bloody doorbell went off like three ring bell, three 18 minutes. What the hell are you doing, man, neighbor? Anyway, that's good. Stats, good uh, stats. Yeah, also, obviously, he can't kick a ball, can he, if he's kicking it over all the time? Just... Yeah. He's got good pressing stats, kaboom tish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Shit. Okay, so uh, people, were, people were saying, you know, oh, what's it going to happen? You know, with losing a big key player. I think with Sadio Gulo, I actually think Mepped up more as a squad leader. I think there was, and this is probably a controversial opinion, but I think Sadio was the focus of Mo and Sadio was to more to compete with each other all the time. Whilst they were great mates and they did, there was a lot that the people don't, but you could, they're so driven between, you know, within each, each of themselves that they wanted to be the alpha in the, in the squad or the best striker in the squad. Now with Mane gone and Sadio gone, there's an easy kind of route. There's an easy, he's the king. And all the other guys are new boys, and he brings them through. And everybody was saying that with Mane going, there's going to be a loss, you know, in in in, in a lot of ways, you know, goals, maybe leadership, maybe you know, um, he was he was like a glue as well. Everybody loved him, but I think with him going, actually, Mo's stepped up even more. And I think it's probably a bit controversial, but when they were both together, they compete with each other so much, loads. They want to be the best striker at the club. They want to score the most goals. Yes, they pass to each other. That's the truth. It's, it's bullshit that people are saying they hate each other. They loved each other. They definitely were best mates. But that doesn't mean you can't be competitive. They were very competitive. And now with Mo, literally, that's his crown. He's the king. 
and all the kids are coming in. He's he's actually playing that big brother role as as evidenced by him handing that penalty to Nunes in that game. And after that, he scored a hat trick after the bloody penalty to get four. Nunes has been um, quoted in saying that he was so nervous that first game. I think it was a United game, and he had to go sit down with Mo afterwards. And Mo proper calmed him down, and he had some good chats with him. And again, a big brother, fatherly figure feel coming through. And you want, look at all the, the videos and stuff. Mo's talking to more people. You know, uh, Tiago's literally Hanunes, uh, you know, translating for him. So many is that I looked and Hendo's obviously doing it because he does it for everyone. And you hear that from um, a lot of the players that join. But because Tiago can speak the language, it'd be easy. is properly integrated now. Score that goal against City. The um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but literally the players that got subbed off all ran to him as well from the bench. Every single one. So anyone that was involved in the game who got, had gone off at that point, obviously everybody, all the subs had been made. They all ran down the pitch to celebrate with him. Diaz was first. Tiago jumped on them after that. Then I think, I think maybe Costas was jog there, but he's not actually, didn't play. Hendo joined him. Literally one who is who was on the bench joined they don't have to do that but because they know how important it is to that guy who's come in who is feeding a little under pressure with all that big money spent it's natural for someone to feel that but look at this squad trying to look after him mo first but then everyone else jumping in to to make sure he feels at home. that's what i love about this squad and i think this season even more than ever they're going to be more together than ever and you know that that just that's frightening for the opposition, and I think that's one of the big takeouts. I think I take as well. Nice, Jira. Did you work out what Costas Simikas had said to Nunes after he scored? What did he say? No, what he said he the say? comp the compilation boys will be quiet tonight. <laughs> <laughs> there were there were. They were, everybody's praising Nunes now. They're all, Indeed. you know. Because no one bloody asked me. I'll tell you who my player of the preseason was. There's no one that any of you guys have mentioned. Alison. Why? Well, I didn't really get to see him, that's why. And so when I did see him, all I was always with a big fish across his body. Oh, shit. Yeah. There you go. So zero oh. expectation in regards to what was going to change you. You know what, though, Gags, you did, going to be you brilliant. Did, Gags, you made a really interesting point there about Nunes. And I'm just paying attention to that. You're obviously speaking to, like, Mo Salah as, like, a mentor. And you look, obviously, he's a big, big signing in terms of big money signing because, you know, the press won't let you forget. And then Man City have done the exact same thing in signing Haaland, um, you know, for big money. And um, Haaland or Haaland? No, I said Haaland. All right. Hello, okay, no, I'm Muslim, but chill. I don't even eat. <laughs> the way you said it, though, you went, halal, halal, halal. Halal, 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 halal. Actually, she could have, there could have been a bros after her. That makes it completely different. That makes it completely different. We should Yeah, but anyway, but look at him. Like, obviously, well, no, we, why we, can't we, we just we, call we, him? We, we watched him and he had, rhymes with gun. he had a bit of a stinker. Now, who's he got as a mentor there in terms of a striker? You know, like, think about that. Sergio Aguero statue. I'll be honest, he doesn't need one. He he is, I know they're pretty much the same age, but I think Haaland's a little bit further down the line than yeah, Nunes Yeah, he's is. obviously done it in Dortmund. He's a final yeah, and, striker. And yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, and you could see, even when he missed that sitter, he turned around and laughed it off. He, he honestly just laughed it off. Some people would be like head down or whatever. He, I think that kid, he has got supreme confidence. And I, I don't like... It. Yeah, exactly. I don't like that he's there at all. And it was great to see him miss that one chance. But believe me, yeah, that's not going to affect him. No, no. Yeah. If he doesn't score 30 we, we goals just enjoyed. Season. We just enjoyed Saturday night. Yeah, so absolutely. You should. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy every miss of Haaland's because there'll be more goals. <laughs> he's a bastard. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, oh, he's haram. Do you know, I hope he gets all Timo Werner when he's at, my, at Manchester City. I, uh, yeah, I, we, I, all I, I, we all do. We all do. And listen, but it's you know not what? likely. I'm going to say it straight. That tall body, that small face, and that long mind bush just doesn't belong together. Like, you get all this tall body, and then it's like someone said, you know, but okay, your face may not need to match the body, so we'll just push it down a bit, 
and then here you go, wear a ponytail. Oh, Home to a chocolate because you compared Sha- Sha- Shaq to a Mars bar. What's he then? As a chocolate. Yeah, you said. Remember, so who used to call? You used to call. Yeah, Sha- Shaq, Mars Shaq, Shaq, Shaq did look like a Mars bar, though. So what did he look like? A flake? I don't know. It's but the idea. I don't know. I don't know. You know what he reminds me of? You know those kind of things that you used to get at the end when you were a kid and you stick them on the top of your pencil and had a oh. bit like a tassly thing on the end of it. Yeah, that's his hairstyle. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm oh talking about, God. right? Literally, yeah, I do, on, I do. You put it on the top of the pencil and like, it's got a little bobby kind of thing at the top. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like a hairy bit out of the back. There you go. That's, it. that's He's him. He's but the yeah, pencil. he's gonna be. He's gonna be good. He's gonna be good. And I hope Nunez is carries. He's going, and the the team build Nunez's confidence. And I think they will. And I think we could have a real good striker battle. And by the way, that that other one um, who's gone from City to Arsenal, Gabriel oh. Jesus, is gonna have. I think he's gonna have a phenomenal season as well. Honestly, he just from what I've seen of him at Arsenal, they're playing him like a proper striker, like City didn't. And he's just banging them in. So, yeah, there's going to be, it's going to be very interesting for goals this season. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot, a lot of goals this season. And uh, talking of goals for this season, we mm. start at Fulham away. So this yeah. season, Jet, folks, what do we need to do differently to go one better and win it? So last season was a bit gutting in the sense that we got built up to this climax of the quadruple and... We nearly did it if it hadn't been for one jammy goal by a junior and if it hadn't been for City making an almighty fucking comeback, let's face it, against Aston Villa with about five, ten minutes to go. It could have been at least three of the four. But it turned out two out of two, I take it. It's still a good season for us last season. But this season, if we want to go that one bit better, what do we need to do differently, folks? Kowza, Judah. Well, it's it. It depends on your definition of what um, uh, doing one better. Like for me, it's it very like, simple. We came second in one competition, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm saying, and we were runners up in the other. To go no, one better, no, you got. No, to win. What I'm saying is, let me rephrase that. We were on all four fronts last season. So, in order to, I think, achieve, because obviously everyone has an objective when they start the Premier League, right? You have hopes and expectations. That's why you watch the game. You know, that's why we're supporters of, um, you know, this this great football team and this team is really delivering. For me, I think you got, a, you know, I, we I did like the the pre, the the season re- review and um, everyone was like, yeah, the quad was great. It was great. It was a great season. And it was a great season. I have to be a bit realistic. I think we're going to have to maybe drop a few um, things. I think the things that I would probably not pay much attention to would be obviously the Carabao Cup and the FA Cup. And I think you have to put your full attention to the Champions League and the Premier League. Um, I think it's absolutely crucial. I think also not giving away stupid draws. Um, I think I don't think the losses were the big thing. I think it was like the draws to like the Brightons and, and you know, to... Um, uh, Brentford, you know, those kind of games kind of cost us severely. Um, I think we've just got to kind of manage the, the fixture schedule and um, obviously squad rotation is going to be key and I think that's going to be the difference. I think we've strengthened. I think we've all highlighted that. We've seen it. We've witnessed it. But so have Man City and you just got to go to to and you've got to be a, maybe, I think, have a bit more of a realistic approach and just maybe put your soul energy into the league. I think the crucial thing is the season that we actually won the league. If you look at how we started, because of course, you know, it got disrupted with COVID and after COVID and, uh, you know, when, uh, when football started again behind closed doors, we weren't the best for many reasons, you know. Um, but I think the key thing for us winning that league was we started out. Um, we came out the blocks swinging and Man City were a little slow. I remember they had that loss to Wolverhampton and, you know, they were they were dropping points. And, you know, and I think the crucial thing for this season is we need to start off strong. OK, Cam, how are you feeling about it? Um, I think last season was an anomaly. I don't think... Um, it's very likely to happen again for a long time and where a team will challenge genuinely for all four trophies, um, especially this season with the, the World Cup disrupting the season uh, in November. So I've got, I've 
very much along the same lines as what Nina's saying in that I think our focus and full attention will be more on the Champions League and Premier League. And I think you, that has to be purely because you've got to be trying to improve season on season. And so to improve on last season, we need to be winning trophies that are, are you know, classified as of more high profile. And we know that those two obviously are. Um, and I th- I don't see any reason why we shouldn't do that. Um, we, we know we've got the squad. We know we've got the players. We've got the best manager in the world. We've got the best backup coaching setup in the world. And I fully expect us to, you know, um, come, I expect us to get to the final again of the Champions League. And I expect us to be either picking up that trophy um, quite comfortably before the end of the season, if not last third of the season. I don't okay. see why not. Gogan? What do you think? Anything different to what Kaz and Kam are saying? No, I think they make good points in terms of um, starting off fast. I think that's needed. But I think you know, the key is to to stay consistent more than anything. You start the way you want to end as well. That's that's where we were. It was more performance-based towards the end of the season. We were blown out. And I think a lot of it, we played every game. Second, we lost a lot of players to AFCON. So this year, it's going to be a bit more leveled up in terms of um, very similar month away for a lot of players like AFCON. But now every team's affected rather than just Liverpool. Um, or just out of Man City and us, it was more us this time. I reckon more City players will be affected. I think from a Liverpool perspective, Trent, you don't know if he's going to play or not for England. Uh, you don't know if Fab's going to play or not for Brazil. You don't know if Bobby's going to play or not for Brazil. Ali's probably the only one that's guaranteed. Um, Mo and Diaz aren't going. Nunes will play, but then you know Jota will go as well. Uh, but having Mo and Diaz back home to rest for a month, you know, I don't think Thiago played too much either at the World Cup will probably go but he probably won't play so there's a same with Hendo will go won't play so there's going to be a few interesting factors there that we've got a great team but we when it comes to their national team not all of them are first choice not all of them will play all of those games so from my point of view I think it's really ensuring that those players when they come back are looked after but the ones that are here that remain behind um, I looked after as well. And when we get back going in December, we could really fly again because someone like Mo, who had that horrible month in between or six weeks, really struggled then to get going again. And that was a fatigue thing more than anything. You can see this the start of the season and in preseason, he's phenomenal, like Cam said. So imagine having Mo start to like having two preseasons, starting a season twice within one, which is what could happen. I think that's going to be the difference, having those players a little bit fresher than others. Um, and I just think um, that's going to be the key for us. to And it's consistency at one point in the league. And um, as Baji said, five minutes from winning the, the Premier League because of what happened at, um, at at the Etihad. You know, Steven Gerrard made a mistake in, in, in sitting back and taking off Coutinho and he got punished for it. And, it, and that cost him in that game. And then against Real Madrid, uh, a guy takes a shot or a cross which goes through three people's legs and gets tapped in and they have that's their only shot on target fine margins man to 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 not win two big trophies so you need a little bit of luck as well so if we can get if we can just stay consistent and this time get that little bit of luck i'll happily take that double and um, forego the cups this year i like that Alex. Mm. very much so so given we said curtain raiser and Desi and curtain raiser go together, because let's be honest, lots of Desi people are nosy. Yeah. They'll raise the curtain, take a look out of the curtain and go, Oh, what's happening over there? Because they've got nothing better to do other than be nosy and infer upon other people's business. So if we had a nosy bastard of a player, who would it be? Literally, you know, who's a proper nosy git? Which one do you think it would be from our squad? Who needs to know what needs to know what's going on in someone else's life? Who would it be? There are no prizes and there's no winner or loser Ooh, here. I know at all. Go well, on, Cam. Andy Robertson. All day, every day. Shout. <laughs> you think? Shout. Oh yeah. He's in everyone's business. You know it. 
You know it. He's, he's that character, isn't he? he? He just, he has to know what's going on. And he's using anything he finds out uh, <laughs> to do something to someone. You know he's that guy. He's the joker in the back. Uh, you, you could almost see it with Milner as well to a little bit extent, but definitely Andy Robertson, 100%. That is a very good shout. Kauza, Jira, who would be your Mrs. Michael? I like that. For me, I was, uh, Cam just said it there, uh, for me, James Milner, I've seen that picture where all the players were on the phones and he stood there watching over them all. And he's the kind of guy that's like, come over to mine for a cup of tea and he'll let clocks all the gossip out of you. I think, and also he's got the language thing as well, speaks Spanish. So, you know, he could, you know, he's, you know, he could get uh, extract a lot of information from a lot of players. For me, it has to be James Milner because it looks like he doesn't, he kind of strikes me as a guy that is, um, I don't know, mentally stimulated by actual conversation and actual human interaction and things. So I think he's that kind of player that has a little sit down, has a little chit chat with you, will bribe you with a cup of tea and he'll get the information at you. But I like the Andy Robertson shout as well because he looks like a nosy little finger spell. Gags? Harvey Elliott for me. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Harvey behind the scenes, but um, last year he took every opportunity to tell the press or the, the Liverpool um, video, um, the video, the video guy, like Mo's contract. He'd always just like, you know, point to Mo and say, sign the contract, sign the contract. Like literally, you know, that's like nobody, right? Nobody does that. Nobody steps that boundary about talking about other players' contracts. But because Harvey is literally a Liverpool fan, and when Mo joined, he was like 12, 13 years old, it's, it's crazy to think that Harvey was a basic a child when, I mean, he still looks like a child, but he was a child when Mo joined. So imagine growing up to be a man, and this is your idol, and now you're playing with him. And, you know, so he... he He's a fan in the Liverpool squad. Just imagine that for a second, being a fan in the Liverpool squad. And I think he wants to know everything about... Because as a fan, you're inquisitive. As a fan, you want to know everything, especially if you're like us guys. You want to know everything that's going on. And, you know, you're a fanatic. And if he's got the drive to become a player, then he's he's going to want to know. So I've got, you know, and those little things that he did with Mo were hilarious but he makes friends with everyone. He's made to, he, he doesn't know how to speak the language, but he's best mates with Diaz. He probably, <laughs> he probably doesn't even understand I what Kate Jones the way. is saying. I love yeah, that, probably, by the way. He probably doesn't understand what Kate Jones is saying, mate. Who understands what Kate Jones is saying? Right? And he's mates with him. <laughs> but then he's mates with literally everyone. You see him. He's best mates with Carvalho, but they grew up together, which is, which is understandable. Now they're inseparable whenever you watch training vids. They're literally sitting together, which is nice as well that you've got you got your proper, proper best mate. But again, Carvalho just feels like he's settled in because of someone like Harvey being there and Harvey knows and everything. And I hope Harvey's so successful at this club. Be It'll be like a Steven... I mean, it's not a Liverpool, um, you know, born and bred, but Liverpool, Steven Gerrard's main thing was that he was a Liverpool fan playing for Liverpool. And he, that's what drove him. We've just got another fan that's in the squad that's going to drive a really successful because he, I, he, nobody's going to get Stevie's heights, obviously. But another fan in in your team can drive that team another, you know, percent on because they're so fucking mad. You never know. I mean, like half year, it's still a kid, right? Still could have a growth. Oh, yeah, spurt. absolutely. I hope he. Yeah. And maybe he might get a bit taller. Even with I think. I think even without growth, he's he can he can represent club really well with his skills. He's a very smart footballer, very clever. And people like Zola and stuff, you know, that height, they you know they didn't have extreme pace, but they were so smart, they were so clever with the ball that they can go on to become phenomenons. So why can't Harvey Elliott with time and he's yeah, learning from the absolutely. best people? Yeah, yeah, I hear you, I hear you. So with Harvey, I mean, I've said it a few times. Not, I think I've said it in this pod though, which is. One of the master builders who worked on our house and still does. And he's a good friend of mine as well. He grew up with Harvey Elliott's dad. So a while back, we were getting some work done. And he's like, oh, you know, my, my mate's son plays for Liverpool. I'm like, what do you mean your mate's son plays for Liverpool? He's like, get out, like, go on a hold. He goes, yeah, oh, um, his dad's name's Stephen Elliott, Harvey Elliott. I'm thinking, whoa, no way. So this is about a couple of years ago when the whole Harvey Elliott transfer happened. 
it's like great because that he goes the whole family has been Liverpool mad since day dot. So nice one. That's um, what I mean. Yeah, for me, yeah. Mean, yeah. For me I, I, it's not it's not going to be him, but I wish it was him. Mo Salah. Everyone wants to talk to Mo Salah, right? <laughs> Everybody wants to talk to Mo Salah. Everybody wants to talk to him. So he's then thinking like, he'd be fucking brilliant at this. Because everyone wants to talk to him. He'd be the he'd be the you know the in situ nosy Parker without wanting to be the in situ nosy Parker because he'd have everyone's business coming to him. <laughs> you know, right? You know, Curtis would go and talk to Salah, Joel would go and talk to Salah, Nunes, Carvalho, Firmino, Diaz. Ox, Cater, you name it, Thiago, Millie, Fab, Hendo, even Joel Matip. Even Joel Matip, they all, everyone goes to speak to Mo Salah. So it could very easily be, he could be the super stooth, really, couldn't he? He could. Yeah. He could. <laughs> and, and especially with what we talked about earlier in terms of him taking a much bigger, bigger, big brother role. So everyone, if they're his big brother, then literally people, everyone's going to go there on a donut to it. <laughs> He's going to know everything. <laughs> so, yeah. so my mind would have been most, but I think Andy Robertson is a fantastic shot. <laughs> like, genuinely is a fantastic, because you can just see it, right? He is yeah, literally right. shitting in. He's a you can just be standing there, just listening. All, yeah, totally salacious and everything. Yeah. yeah, like a, like an auntie in the Langer Hall or something like that, or you know, at your local temple or mosque. Like, oh, what's going on over here? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and just yeah, you don't you don't realize that they're there either. They just sneak upon you. Yeah, you're discussing things that you don't really want to openly talk about, and then all of a sudden it's, it's there, it's right in front of you. So you're like, whoa, okay, shit, he's heard it. And then the next thing you know, it's in the local papers. Um, <laughs> but on our gym, I mean, we're gonna we've got to go back a bit here. We've not had this. I was trying to work out when the last time we did this. I think it was in 2018. 2018. The Gags Tandon Curveball. Oh, hey. You it's been what? a long time since we've done the Gags Tandon Curveball. Jesus. So, what's, what's, see, because I don't, I, the curveballs, right? I'm sick of them because um, I'm sick of people <laughs> fighting about Hendo and Nabi. That's literally the only curveball there is right now. People, that's all people want to fight about is Hendo and Nabi, who should be playing in the team. Look, as long as the team wins, that's what matters. And as long as the players are happy, that's what matters. I, I hope Nabi finds a new deal soon. And if he does, that means he's happy to stay, right? And he knows his role in the team and in the squad. And I'm sure there'll be plenty of players you know, that gets, that they'll all get their chance. There's so many games. But if you want a question, then let's ask this question. Which who will be who will be the player of the year for Liverpool? Who's your prediction to be the player of the year for Liverpool this season? Who do you think is going to have that bite? Um, and obviously, we have a Uruguayan, so hopefully he doesn't bite. But um, who's going to have that? You know, who's going to be special this year for you? And Baji, because you haven't been first in any opinion yet, you go first. Wow, this is an interesting. Um, as predictable as it may seem, Nunes. Not predictable at all. A lot of people uh, don't think he'll be. He'll do. He'll do really, well. I just don't know what they're. No, seeing. not Liverpool. Like uh, uh, opposition, yeah. obviously, and they, they, <laughs> there's more than because they were all. Well, the fact that they don't. What well, thing is though? What do they know? Given the fact that they don't even support Liverpool. Yeah, that's first life choice gone wrong. <laughs> Why listen to them? <laughs> you fucked up, son. What did you do? I support Man United, didn't I? Idiot, <laughs> blithering idiots. Um, so yeah, I, I'm going with Nunes just because, like, I've seen, I saw him in preseason, obviously, where he got his four high goals, where you know. He's just the confidence dude, and obviously Leipzig had kind of not really given too much of a shit about the match by it seems, apart from wanting to push and kick people. Um, I thought he was brilliant then. Against Man City when he came on, he definitely had the bit between his teeth. Like if you're looking at impact of two players up front, Haaland, a bit of a flash in the pan every now and again, a bit, and one shot that kind of went to straight to... Adrian, the other one hit the bar and, you know, and one he tried to bicycle kick away from Adrian rather successfully as well-ish. And you're like, okay, great. But with Nunes, there was just almost this desire and intent, like, oh, very Suarez-like. 
So if you remember the Suarez performance against Stoke City, his first match, literally comes on as a sub and he's running up. He's so desperate to do something Mm. and make something happen. So that's why I think Nunes is probably a shot for my side in respect to the person who's going to be our player of the year, not player of the season, however we want to look at it. Because we say player of the year. It's the player of the year, it'll be over by the end of 2022. I kind yeah. of want it to go into 2023 as well. So I'm going with player of the season. I think it's going to be Nunes. Yeah, let's do player of the season. I think Nunes is a great shout. Also a great the... shout for someone who looks good with a fish across him. Yeah, and he gives us something completely different that we haven't had for a long time. That's the key with him. And you can become a player of the year just because you open up so much for everyone else as well. And that, that you know, he could score loads, but then he could just change games. And that would be massive. Uh, Cam, go on. Um, Trent. I genuinely think Trent's going to have a phenomenal season. Um, I don't know why. I can't give you uh, any reason for it. It's just a good every, every season's phenomenal, but if he's even more phenomenal, I think he's, be because I, he's just getting better and better. And just imagine a better Trent. Imagine what's going to happen with a better Trent. Imagine the assists. Imagine some goals. Imagine some brilliant defending because apparently the lad can't defend, even though we've he's been part of the best defense now, you know, or one of the best defenses ever since he's been in the team. But you know, hey ho. Um, no, I just think it, I just think it's going to be Trent. I, I don't know why because the way they keep evolving his role, it just keeps adding something to his game, and it, it's just magical to see. And I just think he's just going to be so special this season. I mean. If you just look at like fantasy Premier League, I bet you he's the most picked defender. Why? Yeah, points are off the scale. Points are off the scale. Yeah, it's clean sheets, assists. Oh shit! You know, it's yeah. like, what you know the what hell? I mean? Both ends is just uh, it's off the charts. So yeah. I agree, that it could be something unbelievable for Trent if he's like you're saying, just goes to another level. And if Mo's fit all season with him as well, imagine. Exactly. Imagine the craziness. And also, he's going to have Nunes to pick out now. And, oh. Think of those crosses coming in and Nunes on the end of them. I know, it'll be amazing. So it, it could be, like Bikey said, it could be Nunes, but it could be Dad Trent because it's Nunes. Yeah. <laughs> Works, Nin. Um, uh, you know, I love both of them shouts. I love the Trent one as well. Uh, you know, and I was listening to Cam speak there and I was just thinking, you know what? And despite everything that you say, Dopey Southgate still won't pick him, which is absolutely fine. I have no qualms about that. You know what I mean? Because obviously, we, you know, we don't really give a damn. For me, I like all them shouts. I think they're really good. I, I've got a feeling about Luis Diaz. Uh, I think we're all trying to be a bit different this season, aren't we? Um, you know, the obvious usual suspects are like the most. Like for me, I think Luis Diaz, and I think it's going to be more the case of just, I've just got visions of him just running and, you know, um, terrorizing defenders with his pace and just skinning them and like being more fearless. Uh, I think that's absolutely crucial. I think for me overall, everything I've seen of Luis Diaz has been absolutely sensational. The only game where I was a bit like thinking about was obviously the Champions League final. For me, he would have been more of an impact kind of player off the bench because I think he would have been great against those tired um, uh, Real Madrid defenders. But you know what? Um, uh, you know, hindsight is a wonderful thing. But for me, I think Luis Diaz, I think his pace his tenacity. I love the fact that he's got so much dog in him in the sense that, you know, he gets fouled, but he gets straight back up. And I love that about him. He's just a feisty little character. And, um, you know, speaking about, you know, the, the bite of, you know, Nunes and, you know, what he's going to add as well. And I just think add this guy to him as well. Like, listen, you just, like, you've just called Luis Diaz a cutta and you've just turned around and said You like dogs? Nunes. Yeah, he's a Rico oh. man. You got, you know, you know, a player, you know, I'm not, being funny, got, I'm not being funny. Guys kind of hit the nail on the head. You know, sometimes we can be accused of being too, too nice. I like the fact that there's a bit of dog in the team. That's it. I think, I think, um, I, I love all the shouts and it's so positive. Obviously, Mo's the, the favorite contender to be the player of the year every year, all the time. I want to go for someone. I hope they can keep him fit this year and I hope he plays. Because if, if this guy plays every game, or at least close to all the big games for us, mm-hmm. we're in with a chance of winning it all, and it's Thiago. Yep. I, I'm more of a hope than I think he will. But I, if he, so the key is, if he plays every game, he's literally bang on to be the player of the year because he's that fucking good. Danny, isn't it? Huh? Danny. 
Stunia Alcantara. Stunia. <laughs> Everyone puts Stunia on their dish. You go to the restaurant. Coriander. Yep. Stunia. Coriander Alcantara. Goes with everything. You know what's really interesting, though? What do you mean? No, no, I should tell you what's really great about the what you the, the analogy of Dunia, which is coriander. A lot of people do not like it as well, which is obviously the opposition fans. They they fail to acknowledge just how great he is. Again, you just nailed, nailed on head. Opposition. Yeah. They already fucked up by not supporting Liverpool. Agree. I, I, I think it is important, though, that he, he plays. But can we go back to the... Uh, Who said that? Wasn't that a Cambridge going... Uh, no, he was singing the song. He was humming the song. Oh, was he singing, humming the song? I thought, yeah. Yeah. I thought he was doing a Jimmy Carragher. No, it was a Sprinkles, 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 sprinkles. Oh shit! Um, sprinkles are sauced as um. Plugs, Cam, any plugs from yourself? Um, n- not the ones in the ears. Not, not the one in the ears. Uh, not not earplugs, not that's, raw plugs. That's hitting it in my ears. Um, no, nothing really. I mean, I'm I'm not on the uh, main pod at the moment, unfortunately, uh, due to work. So, you can still um, plug it, mate. <laughs> but what I will say is that it's got an awesome lineup. I mean, if somebody lets me finish. Um, and they've got, obviously, Lisa Marie... Carl Coppock's back on now as well. And obviously, Trev Downey, his usual brilliant self. Um, so, yeah, I mean, please still listen to, you know, All Things AI as a whole. There is some great content out there. Nice. Gina? Well, you know, new season's back, so Sanina Kaz is So I'm really looking forward to hosting that again. Um, obviously, with the new season, I'll also have Euro Incision as well. So it's great to have my two podcasts back. And hopefully I'll be contributing more as well. And I know I've been really quiet this se- the season gone, but like I'm hoping to go back to the old school me. So I'll be annoying you. Feel free to block me, whatever you want to do. But yes, I'm back. And um, I'm really, 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 Twitter. really... Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm back and I'm really looking forward to the new season. So yeah, uh, the Nina Calder show, tune in. I have incredible, incredible contributors, and this season will be no different. Nice, Gagan. Yeah, everything on AI. You know, we've got um, we've got a big preview coming up uh, for Under Pressure tonight, actually. So that will be this Tuesday night, and um, yeah, make sure you listen to that. There'll be a lot of predictions on on what. Everybody thinks and some um, a look at some of the opposition as well in terms of the top six or, or seven teams. So if you if you do want to uh, listen into something like that, that's coming. There's going to be loads of content, um, I'm sure. Uh, now that the matches are starting up again, the AI goes back into that rotation of, you know, pre-match, post-match. Uh, and then all the all the other stuff that's going on at the same time, if there are late transfers or, um, you know, um, contract signings things like that all of that to be reacted to so yeah keep listening to ai and um yeah there's this season's going to be great really really great lovely i've only got a single plug which is for the wife so everybody knows she's i wouldn't say long suffering but long supporting is probably the right word in regards to meeting podcasts matches and everything else <laughs> now she has her own venture which means support so she's crowned climbing Mount Kilimanjaro with 13, 14 of other, other ladies. And they're going in about a week and a half's time. It's quite historic and monumental, so as it is. And they're creating a documentary for it. But that documentary needs support. So if you feel happy and you want to sponsor to be helpful, look out for all the tweets that are going around from myself or anything that I retweet. So I'm at Herinda1977. All the details are on there in respect to what's going on. So if you have a fiver, tenner, you have more than that, everything's welcome because there's a big target to reach which is £90,000. They are nearly at the halfway mark, nearly. So, you know, it'd be nice for them to reach the halfway mark or get over it quite substantially before they leave. Otherwise, there's a shortfall that somehow I don't know how I'm going to get to. But I feel you know, like that's when we're really going to start digging out things. You know, suddenly the house goes on the market. You know why? <laughs> <laughs> 
why'd you sell the house, mate? Well, you know, it's like 90,000 fund documentary. You have to remortgage. Uh, you can't remortgage right now, so you have to resell. And so, um, but I'm joking. We don't need to do anything like that. But um, any support that people can give would be massively um, appreciated. Thank you to everybody who has contributed already. Cam, Gags, yourself, thank you very much. Kauza, who have you going to mug for us? Let us know. Um, but again, it's really been appreciated and thanked by myself and my wife and everyone who's doing this trick. Amazing. Good luck to her as well. Thank you very Pretty much. Sure. And, uh, so, the the only other thing I want to bring up, because I brought it up on Discord, and if you're not on Discord, why aren't you? Because Gags didn't say it this time around. So I thought I would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything happens on Discord. Curry, fuck off. Curry is not an, a desi kind of thing. All right, no, I think curry. we should discuss it. Let's discuss it because discuss it. As, 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 yeah. as an end of the pod, it's a good discussion. Fuck to have. my life. So, so I do I, get some of the discussion in there about, you know, curry, curry, people yeah, having but, curry, you know? Yeah, that's curry. why it went. So it changed from curry to curry. I get it. But, but it didn't. But it didn't. Right. You see what happens when I leave a pod for one Exactly. Year. You let Gee drink hell in and he goes, curry sauce is cultured. Is it fuck? Curry sauce is cultured. Curry sauce is cultured. <laughs> I didn't know he said that. I think in, in context... Fluff you know, on my it, bum. It, that is cultured because it's like the number one dish in the UK now, isn't it? So in that respect... Oh, no, that's you the other monstrosity. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying it's a monstrosity or not. I'm not going down that line, but I, I, I sort the of naming convention the is. I get the point to an extent. Indian food is the, the, the national food, yes, because of the curry houses as they call them yeah. are, are so popular right that's the choice like like literally what you're doing tonight going for a curry that's that's what it is right I mean, people don't go i'm going for a, going to chippy anymore i'm going for a curry i'm getting a curry you know it's it's not the chippy no more but in this cultural appropriation world we live in have you ever had a boona at home have you ever and, had a dancer and, a dopiaza has, has anything excuse me um, one second come in jira wait your turn to go into the oil has not come yet yeah. One second, one second. This is Gunda time. Uh, this is onions. <laughs> I want to make people cry. Okay, <laughs> ain't that the truth? <laughs> Damn right, Skippy. <laughs> you cry every day it's, with the gifts. It anyway. is. Re- it's really simple. Yeah, you know all these naming conventions for curry. Yeah, none of them fucking exist. Like, none of them. Like, we don't have a masala. We don't have a chicken tikka masala. We don't even have a fucking tikka, like, in that, in that, yeah, in, in that sense. We don't have... No, they're, all, this, they're all here, mate. They're all UK-made. You know, like, we don't have a dozen dopiaza, a jalfrezi, a rogan josh. Like, fuck off. <laughs> <What's this laughs> rogan josh. Who the fuck has ever had a rogan josh? is a Man- Manchester thing. I don't, I definitely, it started in Manchester, Oh, I'm 100%. Sure. started in Russia. I'm on the, on the career. Mile, yeah, Mile, because some, yeah, I was because there. Some, yeah, because some fuckwit chopped two onions and goes, I don't know what to call it with that door bears. Isn't it? <laughs> and to be fair, every curry is started with onions, so where is the invention? Ah, oh, no, it's it? not. Ah, mine are every Jane person I know right now is screaming at us saying, No, it's not. Um, they're right, not every curry does start with it. I mean, there are some people who don't like root vegetables or don't have root vegetables due to their um, or, or hot root. I can't remember how they've explained it in their um, beliefs um, thinking, but it's their belief, it's their thinking. I'm yep. not here to deny or, or, or say yes or no. But yeah, there, there are ways of making the tarka, you know, the base of most kurres, um, without an onion. There are. My mum does it. My mum um, does it. I was just going to add this to those who aren't sure of where a curry came from as such from what i read one time in a magazine article a curry was invented in the late 60s early 70s in bradford when somebody had a tandoori chicken and they said oh you know first time they'd been in a restaurant or something they said oh this this is a really dry dish is there any way you can like source it up as such so they said, okay, well, we'll talk to the chef. They gave it back to the chef and he sourced it up. The ketchup. Hence, yeah. Well, he made a duddy, didn't he, of some yeah. sort, you know, yeah, but, you know, with Barney and whatever and, mm. you know, started like that and he thickened it up and he, he made a, a curry and that's how a curry came about. If you go to India now, you can get 
the dishes that you have mentioned, but that's only because they're, they're sort of it's sort of like transferred over. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's a, a cultural Indian dish. Where the, the fuck Indian are dish, you going, Cam? Where they do that? that you can you can in you can go to you can go to hotels now you can go to restaurants and you can see those names on the menu i'm not saying it's going to be the same as what is in the uk but they are over there now i've seen it so wow yeah so that they have now transferred over but it's more of a just a thing of like it's it will never be the dish of india yes there's curry leaves in india used in in our cooking we know that mm-hmm. but it's not used to make a gel freezy, like you said, or a raven josh, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, no. In the same way, in India, they're not called fucking curry leaves either, mate. Well, that, but I'm just, you know, <laughs> helping out everybody here. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, you, you understand what I'm saying there. So, it, that's I, I how do. a curry. That's uh, can how I, a curry can I, can came I do about. Also, and also, as well, we talk about you know appropriation and stuff. And I also think as well, it's good to kind of put out there as well. Obviously, I'm of Kashmiri descent. And obviously, when people associate curry, they just think it of traditional Indian food. For me, it's South Asian because there's different there's different um, areas, regions of South Asia that will make what you will consider a curry, but they'll have their own stylist style of cooking. And if I think it's all stylistically different, I think a Bangladeshi will say I'm having a curry, which was what the to the masses that's what they think it's a curry but their cooking style is completely different to say somebody from Gujarat and oh, totally. you, do, do you know yeah. what I, mean? so I, so I think that's the first thing that we need to address first is that it's not Indian cooking it's South Asian cooking yeah yep yeah, I, I agree it's, it's very and different finally, what's your favorite, northern, um, what's northern your southern dish, food is so different everybody name their favorite dish before we go I like uh, I like rajma rice That you get in in a saying in in a, in a restaurant, yeah. Uh, well, I, can you get it in a restaurant? Because I think I make I it better. Oh, no, no, that's what I'm asking. Say that again. Okay, okay. If I was to pick something from an India, I just go for mixed vegetables. And again, it says the dough piazza and all this and all that. I just tend to go for like the most blended, seasoned, spiciest one. Budgie, when you're at Sakoni's. Panese. Yeah, some actually need, but yeah, normally it's a paneer dish that yeah. I go for. However, there is a Punjab restaurant in Covent Garden in central London, um, which I do like going to because it's it's not too expensive, it's not too cheap, it's kind of in the middle, and they do a banging northern korma. Right. They call it a korma. Another not, another monstrosity of name, um, but it takes them a long time to make it. And they make gofte, a proper oh, vegetable yeah. gofte, like yeah. really, really good. See, gofte is, isn't, that's a desi word, gofte, yes. proper. Yeah, and that is something that exists. What about you, guys? Um, I, I like biryani, to be honest. Um, okay. I, I, rice whenever, dish. Yeah, rice dish. So it's basically chicken biryani. So what we yeah. normally like to do is when we get it from the local dosa hut, whatever it is here, they, they do a mean um they do a mean chicken biryani but they have this really medja sauce as well nice. with it and that you that you sprinkle on top and some yogurt as well to to kind of balance that it is, out yeah uh, nice. it's so nice man honestly and you can you could do that in veg as well the veg biryani is good so either way they do a, they do a mean biryani which is really spicy so I, I that's my favorite thing when i when i'm eating out at home though if, it, right. if someone's making something at home yeah. then i do like uh, the wife when she well, the wife's chicken niblets or mom's mutter paneer so those mm. those so if you do home and away there's difference bit difference nice well we moved up to Birmingham about 2001 um, and we occasionally used to go out to a restaurant in Warsaw in Borsal that's what you were saying uh, called Golden Moments and it was around that time we discovered tikka masala paneer we'd never had it before and wow. it was, just, and it wasn't very common in many places at that time. And this was like the only place that had it, and we just fell in love with that dish. Everybody in the house just fell in love with that dish. It's such a simple, a lovely mean, dish. Good eye, Benid. Good eye, yeah. makes so. You can't nice. beat Benid. Benid is life, man. Yeah, Benid's great. You turn veggie, right? 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Been veggie for a year and a half now. Loving it. No, no, really? no wonder. No wonder you're talking all veggie food at the moment. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I mean, you're, don't, you're putting I mean, out the ribs. Yeah, you're putting no, out some ribs. Oh, somewhere. don't don't remind me of the ribs. I'm just, oh, I do I miss my ribs. That. You know, I love my ribs. But um, ah, <laughs> oh, no fucking idea. Yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> but that that was a past life party we've moved on since then. It's nice of Pandan to remind we me. We used of, to go uh, to this place called Hickory. Right? And he, we used to go to this place called Hickory's near our, my house, and he used to have this big rack of ribs. And one time he got ill. <laughs> I can't, did I? I can't remember. I was yeah, so you got the shits. <laughs> he got the shits. He got the shits no, when he ate them around me once. He's had them oh, twice sh- then. Yeah, he has. Yeah, so that why, was from so that wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, place, wasn't so, it? Yeah. So you take him to bad places? Yeah. No, no. You, yeah, we, that's we've been there, there four, I'm seeing times. something here, Cam. No, no. Yeah, we've yeah, been there four or five times. We're there, we're there, yeah. We've been there four or five times. You got ill once because you rushed your food. It was too nice. Anyway, I think are we. I think we're done. I think we are done. No. We are we, done. Yeah. yeah. So we're okay. sticking. So consensus: we stick curry in the bin. And yeah. Find, and and find proper things to name these things. So how would you name it then? Go for an Indian. That's it. Simple, isn't it? Go for a desi. Go for a desi. There you go. See? There you go. Go for a desi. That covers so many. Bingo. Well. Yeah. It covers south, north, everything, yeah. east, west. Boom. Go for this. South, east, west. This is the best. Yes, man. As that dodgy. is the best. And I think there's no better way to finish it off by saying this is the best. Have a great day and come on, you Reds. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement. And we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, We'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.